Community is everything, and everything in the community has changed. Hello and welcome to Our Community with me, Anne Morgan. For this series of podcasts, I've reached out to key people in various communities to find out how they are staying connected, what's working and what's a challenge, how are they coping, and what are they doing that might work in your community. Hello and welcome to our community. I'm your host, Anne Morgan, and I'm recording today's episode in the Crane Community Centre in Singapore. And regular listeners may remember that a couple of months ago, I spoke to the founder of the Crane, Federica Fulcher, and we had a conversation about his philosophy about lifelong learning and community. So I'm revisiting the Crane today, and my guests are Kim Sung and Suher Wabba, and they're two exceptional young women who are channeling their zest for creating content into the heart of this community. Kim and Suha are young Singaporeans. They met at the Crane. Both are independent thinkers who spend their time unraveling things until they understand them. They are brave and they are used to threading the less conventional path. So we started our conversation talking about friendship and here's what they have to say about that. The moment we met each other, it was like, Instant oh, connection. Yes, instant connection. I was yeah. like, I finally found somebody that understood my soul, that kind of feeling. Yeah, you f- like, we felt like we knew each other from like past lives or something. Yeah, and that was the yeah. first time we met. There was no no phase of getting used to each other, getting to know each chemistry. other. Exactly. We didn't have to go through that phase of, oh, sorry, so how is this person kind of mm. like... We didn't have that phase at all. It was straight into... It's like we, we knew each other for years already. Yeah, yeah. it so felt that, really like that. That's always a very precious human moment, isn't it? When you recognise in somebody, before even sometimes they've spoken, that yes. you're going to connect you know, on a heartfelt felt level. And, that's and it's a wonderful very rare thing. too. Yeah. Very rare. Very rare. I've, yeah, I've never really had that kind of instance where... Connection. I, yeah, yeah, I met this person immediately. I felt like, oh, I feel this connection. I see where we're going and I'm so excited. So can I just explore that with you? Sure. Um, both of you come from quite a conservative background, both born in Singapore, but from both from very different backgrounds. Right. Suha, tell us a little bit about your, you know, your background and, okay. and so your upbringing. Okay, so basically my dad's Egyptian, mom's from Yemen and Indonesian. So it also came from a background of being in a very conservative family where everything is just led by my, the men of the family and there's just no voice from women in the family, I feel. And we can't live the very western lifestyle everything is structured just so much rules I even grew up till I was 28 with a curfew so that was just something that people thought was crazy like you're 28 why do you have a curfew but in my family it's just no you're a female you're not going out you're not supposed to be dressing like that talking like that everything has to be a certain way and so you were brought up really in that you know very defined tram lines say you know you knew where your barriers were or boundaries were you able to push against those 
I think growing up, I was just always the rebellious one in the family, and because I'm a very curious person, so that kind of like made me bounce off the walls and like wonder why why is this this way? Why is it? Why can't I do this? So that's just made me who I am today. Like I want to understand so I can accept it. If I don't understand it, I won't be able to accept it. Yes. 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 That's totally yep. my my whole idea right? and approach to life as well. If I don't understand it, um, I will not accept it. Because if I don't accept, if I don't understand it, then why would I have it in me? Yeah, and how do I accept it and be okay with it? Right. And plus, I don't know. I maybe it's an Asian thing. We're not meant to ask too many questions. Yes. Like, you're, one day when you're older, you'll find you'll out. You'll understand. Mm. Yeah, you should accept it. You'll get to a, the point where you'll agree with whatever we're telling you. That's the kind of idea that we grew up with. And what I'm interested in, particularly with, with you, you two, is that you both knew from a fairly young age, actually, that you had this you know, that you were asking questions, that you wanted to explore new things. And Kim, you especially, um, in terms of education, came off, you know, the accepted path. Right, right. It was, it's a special experience, not something that you can say is very common, because I strayed off the conventional path for education. Like how, you know, how we're all expected for after primary school, you go to secondary school, you get into a good school with good results to get into university and then you get a job, you get married, you get a HDV flat. That's the kind of thing you're going on. So in secondary school, I was like, so why am I doing this? Why are so many of my questions unanswered? Even when I verbalized it, I was only, I only had the response like, uh, you'll understand it sooner or later. You'll be grateful for that. But then all I wanted was for someone to think about what I'm asking and maybe yeah, yeah, educate me and then share with me why am I going through a process like this and then how I can continue on. But then that wasn't available. And then it was in, a, it was in an environment where it was very competitive because I was in one of the schools that had a more competitive environment I was I always felt very pressured like I was telling Suhair one day I think one of the sentences that really made me do a double take was a conductor was telling me that um, if you're not an asset you're a liability (laughs) yeah and then that sentence really struck something in me I'm like okay so what what am I going to do with myself what am I going to do with my life even and then I went back, I, I sat with this thought for like a few months, thinking of what can I further do? What can I improve myself? And why am I stuck in this situation? And what can I do to change it? Because I'm the kind of person that's like, if I don't like it, I'm going to change it. I'm not going to sit with it. Like the whole thing about not accepting what mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. Yep, that's so true. I went back, did research of like the different kinds of online schools available, the different kinds of curriculum, and then I was I just did a presentation to my parents, and then I was like, "So this is the idea I have. This is what I have been going through. What do you think about it?" So, but luckily enough, they were very open to the idea because their main intention was always for me to be happy. That's something that I'm very grateful for because I can't say the same for many different parents. Yeah. 
So they accepted that, and then that's when I got to experience different kinds of electives like Gothic literature, criminology, psychology, things that you wouldn't be in touch with when you're in secondary school because mm. it's all about the curriculum to set you up for university. Yeah, so it sounds like both of you actually were able to um, explore things outside of the norm and and indulge this curiosity right which is which is a privilege in itself actually yes it is and and it's a privilege for everyone else around you as well because because of your you know natural curiosity (laughs) and joy and you know it it, that that kind of radiates out which it benefits everybody and so you both found yourself at the crane both just because of friends who said there were opportunities and then you you both ended up here in, in terms of the community because crane obviously is a community um how do you see yourselves fitting and shaping that community we have a focus on creating a community in particular for our more mature audiences because we want them to know that Crane is a platform for them to come and explore the different options available no matter the phase that you are in life. Whether you are in your mid-20s or you are in your late 40s or 50s and 60s even. So with me, I would like to think that I bring in a fresh new perspective on things. I'm bringing the average age lower. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think we just need that like with everything you need that fresh new blood to liven things up a different perspective always helps and just to make things more fun for everyone great yeah and Suha you come from a background of events and 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 food and beverage so you're used to hospitality and service and how do you think your view of hospitality is going to play out here in the crane I think because I've been around people so much, I feel that how I can shape Crane would be giving them the experience that they deserve, like coming to Crane, like making sure they're all okay, everything's all right, strike a conversation, like not just make it somewhere where people just come, get their work done and leave. Like you want to make them feel like a community, but I'm at home. Yes. Like it's a wholesome feeling at the end of the day. It's not just a destination. I go get my stuff done and leave. Mm-hmm. So because of my experience over like 10 years ago, I feel like that changes a lot of things for a person's experience. Mm-hmm. So your view of community, you know, I love what you're, you're both saying, you know, that it's interactive, that, that it's across many generations, that it's a home away from mm-hmm. home. That's correct. You know, yeah. that, that people, they just, it's not just a place just to come and, and be on your own. It's a place to actually interact as well. And, um, Tell us, a, tell me a little bit about. Um, there's going to be Crane Radio, I believe. Yes. So what is that? So Crane Radio is where we really want to empower the different voices, and we want them to be heard, no matter the background or just your different ideas to be heard. Basically, we want to be a platform that would be able to feature many diverse kinds of topics to be touched on and then we want to to make it easy for people to start podcasting 
because it's not that easy in Singapore when you search up online. You're like, I want to start podcasting. Where do I start? So there's very limited options available and the options that are available are normally not affordable. So we want to make it affordable for everyone. We want to break the barriers to entry, make it easy for everyone to try things out because essentially that's what Crean is, is to make it easy for people to try things. That's why we're not... We're not an exclusive club. We try to be inclusive for everybody and then to just be there for everyone as a space for you to connect with different people or just a space for you to develop your passion project. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a lot about the members themselves. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think it's really interesting, actually, this movement to have people creating content. And I'm interested in what you think about the fact that people are keen to do this you know that they want to put their passion project or whatever it is that interests them out there you know is that something I mean I know it's it's hard because you're at the beginning of a project now Mm -hmm. but from what you've seen around at the crane do you think that's something that uh, that people will be keen to do I think definitely with how the podcast industry is slowly developing more and more, especially in the Asian region. So I think that because the response has been great with with the whole marketing of our podcast, our crane radio to the people who are involved in the community. So response has been great. I think people have been needing an avenue mm. to put out their voices, the content that's not just social media or YouTube because with podcasts, podcasts is is an amazing form of modern media. It's an audio only form and you can download it and then listen to it on the go and then you just you can it's the only form of entertainment or infotainment where you can be doing something else and have it and have it listening, have it playing in the background actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite interesting, uh, the whole, it's quite intimate, I think, uh, you know, listening to conversations, preserving con- conversations, and and it's long form as well. I mean, that's something that um, we're kind of used to now, you know, very short videos and mm-hmm. sort of sound bites. Mm-hmm. And I think this idea of exploring a longer form uh, kind of communication is great. But do you think, uh, you know, a lot of people you know it's it's a passion project or they're not expecting an audience necessarily but do you think there is an audience for this kind of content do you think crane radio will resonate outside of the crane community i think it will I because the content is very it varies throughout everyone and i feel like everyone wants to now put that out there because we have the platform, we make it easy for everyone to get their voices heard and not, not just have it in their head, you know? Mm-hmm. So with this Crane Radio and the podcast studio, we are making it easy. Like, hey, we have a studio, come, like, talk to us, you know? Make use of it. Because they all have their own backgrounds and everything. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I feel like everyone wants to relate to something. Isn't that, that's why YouTube... Arose, and then why we have TikTok, 
all Honestly, these kinds all of social content. media. Yeah, we need the content that maybe you just need a laugh. Maybe you need something to relate to. Maybe you need some more information on maybe like future technology. We have everything. Podcast is so varied. The kinds of information you can get on there is just limitless. Yeah, definitely. It's like it could be comedy based, you know, or it could be very serious Content about history. Is so wide. Yeah. Exactly. So there's no limit. Actually, you can definitely find a podcast that. That would speak to you. Mm. So I'm going to ask you a, a difficult question now. Oh, okay. You've got. There is no doubt. I mean, I love what you both said about the diversity of people here and the diversity of content. Yep. How do you go about curating it and organising it? I think we need to get all our bases covered. So because we might get stuck in that cycle of. Okay, so our whole idea is mindfulness. So I'm only doing wellness kinds of podcasts. We want to make sure we touch a bit on everything. So maybe something that's comedy related, something that's more lifestyle. Maybe one on fashion, one on beauty, and then one on like current current affairs kind of a podcast. So a bit of everything. We're slowly curating it because we want to make sure that the content that we put out has quality as well. Because that's very important, right? And I think it has to have a consistent flow, yeah. Rather than just random subjects or random topics, exactly. I think it has to relate to us, and it has to relate to the values that Crane holds, which is very much about um, sustainability mm-hmm. and then being a community that an helps ecosystem. each other and ecosystem. Yes. It sounds absolutely fascinating, and it also sounds unique. It sounds like something that. Um, isn't in the marketplace already because generally podcasts are quite distinct and this is obviously a radio station as opposed to just a a podcast Mm -hmm. Um, so that you're joining up pieces you're stitching together pieces of uh, of content yes we want to make it like a community where where people get to interact with each other even if they have very different podcast shows so it could be something like Hey, oh, I know that you're working with Anne. Anne seems like an amazing person. Can I invite her on my podcast? That's what we want to do. Maybe like a Tinder version for podcasting. Yeah, we were just thinking about that. Like we interview people with all the type of Tinder dates and everyone can relate to that because everyone, I mean, sure, meet people and that's a connection we can all relate to. And people want to hear about it too. Yeah, that's one of the branches of Crane Radio as well, in a way where we're like the Tinder version. So for maybe we have hosts finding difficulties, finding guests, or guests wanting to appear on podcast shows, but they don't know who to approach or where do I go. So we will serve as a platform for them to interact with. And I think we make it less intimidating for them to approach us. Like, I want to do this without feeling like, oh, are they going to judge me or my content? Yes, so there's less apprehension, Mm. more action. And then, so we are very much on breaking the barriers to entry. And make it a collaboration more than anything. Yes. I feel, yeah. Yes, we want to make it a very fair and even playing field for everyone, which is why we're not exclusive. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's incredibly laudable, (laughs) I have to say. Um, And, you know, it will be interesting to see if, A, you know, people will take the step. You, You 
you know, you've got the energy and the enthusiasm to be thinking about, you know, at, at designing this whole um, content platform. And obviously, you've spoken about the, you know, the lowering the barrier of entry and encouraging people to uh, to, to take that step to actually be brave enough to produce some content. But just do it. Yeah, just do it. Actually. Yeah. More action, less thinking. It's right there. Yes, more action, less thinking. Something yeah. I need to remind myself. Yes, and I think we all need to remind ourselves of that a yes. lot. And especially, I know um, Crane does uh, serve many different generations. And as somebody who is in the you know older generation now, it's you lose the nerve sometimes to you know for, for me so. you know listening to to you talk it it's such a shot of energy because it reminds me that the stopping thinking about it and actually doing it and encouraging people you can actually start to change people's lives doing that and really develop the ecosystem and the community because you you know you are in you're facilitating those steps that people just forget you know they just lose confidence and stop stop right. exploring I think a lot of people forget that the older generation are the most inspiring yeah because and they they've have had the most stories to tell the most experiences exactly. and a lifelong learning they exactly. just, they're like gold you know yeah they're like a vault of knowledge actually it's just whether you're willing to mine that vault of knowledge and crane has taught me to appreciate everyone in the older generation in a whole new light like They've been places. They've done so many things. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just right there willing to share. That's the most important thing. They're willing to share. So why are you not willing to hear? I hear a lot about disconnect between the, the generations these days. And, you know, we're living through difficult times at the moment. And, you know, a lot of... And it's certainly something like COVID is impacting the younger generation particularly hard I think and and it's causing perhaps a bit of discontent between generations and it's really heartening to hear what you're talking about is actually exploring the joy of intergenerational communication. I COVID also kind of connected the generations because you have nothing else you can do right right but appreciate what's in your face exactly when you are stuck mm. at home with your family instead of having to rush up for work all this kind of stuff is when you start realizing the little hey, things yeah, make a lot of difference yeah i need to work on this and that you know we can do this yeah yeah so it's like a in your face kind of reaction like i have to deal with this and appreciate the people around me no matter how yeah, old they yeah. are where who they are but i think i loved covid for that yeah. yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there have been some. I mean, you know, I know for some people it's hard to talk about silver linings of, of That's COVID. True. Yes. Um, but indeed, I think if anyone that perhaps has managed to to survive the, you know, without getting the illness and everything, has had some moments when they've reset things and realised new priorities and new, perhaps new directions. And you know, for myself. Um, 
being given the opportunity to start you know the our community podcast was a huge blessing so you know that that was something that i'm very I'll always for be us very to meet grateful. you is a blessing we're <laughs> right so, exactly so you're, you're, you're so lovely bringing everything down doing this with us because Taking there's no obligation and you've been so kind to us oh no it's been an absolute i mean it's a joy for me to meet you know two such enthusiastic and, and wise um, you know, oh, young women. You. So, I, you know, I think it's a, it's a win all round. And I wish you, you know, the very, very best of luck with both your own podcast and with the content creation that you've got going on in the in the Crane community. Because I think you've got um, such great ideas and, you know, you're pulling, you know, such diverse strands together and then creating something magical. And I think that will be such you know such an interesting project to follow to see what actually happens you know at the at the end of it um or how or the you know just uh, how it how it comes to light how it how it comes uh, into fruition will be wonderful to see yeah i think the most important part we have to enjoy the process right more than anything exactly yes i think that would be the, the only are more important yeah that would be the only advice i would offer is enjoy the process because mm-hmm. you know you it, there's lots of you know lots of things that need to come together and you have to really enjoy every step of it because some of them are a little bit more tedious than others but they all contribute to making something whole right. at the end mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so that was a a, a lovely uh, conversation to have with with the two of you. Thank you. Kim, can I ask you, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at... Everywhere. Everywhere, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Kim, K-Y-M, at wearecrane.com. And and Suha, where can they find you? Through Kim. (laughs) (laughs) I can't set anything up and I don't do social media. Oh, doesn't do social media. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Connect with me and I will see what we can work out. I hope you Fantastic. Thank you. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you, Anne. And I feel very privileged to have had a chance to spend some time with Kim and Suha. And I'm really hoping some of their zest for exploration and creativity will have rubbed off on me. Thank you for listening. And please do join me next week when my guest will be another exceptional woman, Lara Quee. And Lara is in the process of moving from her community of lawyers to a new community in the coaching world. Lara has a fascinating story to tell. So please join me and uh, and tune in to find out more. You have been listening to our community with me and Morgan. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen. And don't forget to leave a review and rating on your favourite episode. Thank you.